Hey, it's Marley from the Energy Boutique with your energy and ascension forecast for Sunday, December 18th to Saturday, December 24th. So last week, we actually had a quote unquote quiet week in the cosmos. Of course, all we really had going on astrologically was this last quarter moon in Virgo that we just had a direct hit on here on Friday on the 16th. Now, this last quarter moon is essentially wrapping up the karmic chapter, the karmic life lessons that we have been in since the fall equinox when we ushered in Libra season. And of course, we are trying to tie up the loose ends. We're trying to put things in their spot. We are trying to make sense of things logically, practically, emotionally, and spiritually before we jump into a brand new karmic chapter that of course we are inching our way towards with the solstice energy here next week. So what do we got going on? Well, as I kind of spoke about last week, we had this uh, energy building as we approach the galactic center of our Milky Way galaxy. This takes place at approximately 27 degrees in Sagittarius, and it aligns us with our central sun. Now, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the Schumann resonance over the last couple of days, but we have had back-to-back alerts with M-class solar flares and CMEs popping off the sun that is a highly charged energy. I seen one kind of, you know, surface around 6.83, I believe, which is a huge point, a huge vibration, a huge frequency. And it is no joke that these things are popping off in the way that they are because we are preparing to wrap up Sag season to align with this center point of our galaxy right before Jupiter enters into Aries once again, hours before the sun shifts out of Sag into Capricorn season, of course, triggering the solstice. So yeah, we got a lot going on this week. Like I just rattled off, this 27 degree of Sag energy is super important. That's going to take us pretty much from the 18th, I would say, until about the 21st, 22nd of having high amounts of electromagnetic frequencies stream in. These are going to be very potent light codes. This is basically downloading us with our mission for this next karmic chapter, our mission for this next year. And we are going to definitely be feeling the physical symptoms of all of these energetic blasts. Now, like I had previously mentioned, we have Jupiter in these final degrees of Pisces. That's why you feel stagnant, why you feel like there is a lot to do, but nothing is really happening, why there is a weight on our shoulders, on our heart space, why we are essentially feeling like we are trying to run underwater. That is Jupiter in Pisces. Take a flashback to early spring of this year. We were going through the same thing. May 10th, we had Jupiter, the planet of growth, expansion, beliefs, blessings, wisdom, abundance, move into Aries on May 10th. And of course, very short lived. We only got about eight degrees in this Aries energy before Jupiter went retrograde and eventually crept back into Pisces energy, giving us a little bit of a refresher, a little bit of a reflection review on what we were supposed to be learning those very powerful spiritual life lessons over the course of 2021. So of course, Jupiter takes 12 years to go from the beginning of the Zodiac Aries energy to the end of the Zodiac Pisces energy that we're currently sitting in. So we tried to set the tone for this next 12 year cycle back in May didn't work out so well, we had different lessons that we had to learn in order to strengthen our belief system and really position us in a direction in a mission in a quest, where we really needed to push ourselves outside of that comfort zone, where we needed to put ourselves out there. Uh, Many of us needing these very tough love life spiritual lessons to essentially break down our ego self to really examine who it is that we are, who it is that we desire to be. This is a re-identification, if you will, of self. And now that Jupiter will be moving into Aries once again, this is our redo. This is a very lucky 
position. This is setting the tone for the next 12 years. I do have an astro forecast coming out for this particular astro event that will go into a little bit more depth and detail on what this is all about. But essentially speaking, we are going to get a huge amount of energy coming in right before the solstice takes place. Jupiter moves into Aries on the 20th. Um, and this is really setting us up to make up for lost time. Now, if you've been listening to my daily energy forecast, and my rants and all of this kind of stuff, you would know that even though we have the want, need and desire to take action, to make moves, to put ourselves out there, to initiate something new, to jump into new chapters, we really aren't going to see a lot of the universal support in doing that until we get like mid-January. And of course, the reason for that is because Mars and Mercury will be going direct around that time. And that is just going to reinforce this green light go that Jupiter in Aries is already going to be giving us. And you may say, well, wait a second, Mercury going direct. Well, when is Mercury going retrograde? Well, if you tuned in to December's energy forecast, you would know that on the 29th, we have Mercury going retrograde in this Capricorn energy, really helping us to move inward, to reflect, to review, to repair, to realign, to recalibrate. And of course, we will hit the ground running when Mercury decides to go direct early January within this beautiful window of time that Mars will be coming out of the retrograde as well. So you best believe that we are going to be gifted with some powerful energies, uh, definitely in the new year. So Jupiter moves into Aries on the 20th. That's going to be a huge day. I'm going to tell you right now, 18th, 19th, huge day. The 19th in particular is the most busiest cray cray day that we got going on in the cosmos. I cannot even believe how many aspects are taking place on the 19th. It is a wild day, a very transformative day. I'm going to really recommend that you make sure that you listen to that daily energy forecast that I put out for the 19th because it is a very interesting, very complex day. And you best believe that the light codes coming in, the energy bouncing off the earth right now is so freaking intense. 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, for sure. Pretty much this whole freaking week is going to be lit up like a Christmas tree. And of course, a lot of that is because the solstice is here on the 21st when the sun moves out of Sag and moves into Capricorn energy. The solstice, pretty much the, uh, I'm going to say the holiday of this season. Um, and, you know, it's the shortest day for many of us with the lowest and least amount of light. And of course, the longest night, the longest set of darkness. And I do have a whole solstice rant coming out this week that I hope you'll enjoy. Um, and if you really want to do a deep dive into my whole Christmas solstice rant, join me on Patreon. I launched that uh, just this past week. I've had some amazing feedback. It is lovely to know where everybody stands with their belief systems, especially around this holiday season and what it is that they actually believe to be true. And I would really encourage you if you want the deep dive on the things that I can't talk about here on this platform, definitely switch over to Patreon. So we move into the solstice energy. We have the sun moving into Capricorn energy. This is essentially entering into the last quarter of this astrological calendar. Do not be fooled. January 1st is not the first day of the year. Okay. Aries season, the new moon in Aries specifically is the first day of the astrological calendar, which means that Capricorn season, the solstice energy ushers us into the last quarter. The last quarter is usually what we call like the quote unquote winter season, the dark season. Many of us go through the dark night of the soul at this time uh, because of the lack of light in the sky. And of course, everything that we know to be true revolves around the sun. It is our life force energy. It does kind of, uh, control whether or not life exists or not. So we have to assume that when we are low on light, we are kind of sitting in the funk, sitting in the shadow realm of our emotions as well. Now we have Chiron, the wounded healer, coming out of a retrograde, going direct on the 23rd, just hours before our new moon in Capricorn. This is the new moon that I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks that most people sleep on because of the holiday craziness, holiday chaos. And it would not be 
a good idea to sleep on this new moon in Capricorn. This is the most powerful manifesting energies that we have for any new moon. This is actually our second new moon in Capricorn of 2022. We had one, of course, early January. And this is at a one degree. So it's very karmic in nature for a brand new beginning, a brand new birth, a brand new creation, if you will. Um, you know, you're going to have to download the moon guide. You're going to have to listen to the astral forecast. We have a stellium in earth energies. This is fundamental. Okay. Fundamental setting the scene, not only for this next six month chapter, one year chapter, 12 year chapter, we got a lot going on. And this is not a moon that you should miss. So we definitely got that going on on the 23rd as well. Super interesting that we're entering into the dark phase of the moon prior to this, uh, quote unquote, Christmas event on the 25th. If you want to know why I'm a little bit sarcastic about that, again, jump over to Patreon, listen to my rant, you will have a full understanding of why I kind of speak on on Christmas in the way that I do. So let me just summarize for you. This week is going to be an energetic shit show. Okay. We are going to feel huge amounts, huge amounts of physical symptoms this week because of the energetic events taking place. And the Schumann residents, like I said, been popping off with all these M-class solar flares, very high on, on the scale, if you will. And they are going to start entering into our realm of existence here over the weekend. Um, as I speak to you right now on Friday the 16th, like I said, uh, we have the last quarter moon in Virgo, which is an intense energy all in itself. We will be shifting into Libra and energy uh, late this evening. And thank goodness for that Libra and energy trying to provide us with a little bit of balance uh, throughout this weekend. We're going to need balance in every way as we enter into next week. And let me just give you a little bit of a heads up here that it is no joke that we move into the moon being in Scorpio to wrap up the final days of this karmic chapter. It is going to feel heavy. It is going to feel intense. It is going to be deeply transformative. We are getting flashbacks, not only to Scorpio season, but to eclipse season that we just closed the door on with the new moon in Sag at the end of November. We have all of this reflection to do, all of this repairing to do, all of this realignment to do in order to basically uh, bring everything full circle. You know, when we move into a new karmic chapter, we kind of have to release and purge and, you know, bring everything full circle, bring things to a sense of completion because we're leveling up. This is a different level of the video game. And with some of the different aspects coming at us, um, you best believe that the video game level that we are about to move into is going to be extreme. And we are really going to have to stay ahead of these energies and understand what we can expect so that you don't feel like you're going crazy. You don't feel like you need to sit in the emergency room to have a doctor tell you that there ain't nothing wrong with you. These are all energy symptoms. So before I jump into the ascension symptoms that we are going to be experiencing in this highly energetically charged week, I want to just cover a couple of things on my homework list. First of all, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for subscribing. I want to thank you for liking and commenting and sharing. The love, the support means so much to me. You don't even know, especially because YouTube kind of has it out for me and has me flagged and is just creating super amounts of havoc in my algorithm, really affecting uh, the amount of people that I'm able to reach. It's very devastating as we explored in last week's Ascension forecast. But I want to thank you for those of you who are constantly showing up, constantly giving love, constantly giving support. And I've noticed uh, since talking about this last week that there are more and more people just dropping emojis, just dropping a heart, dropping a thumbs up. Uh, even those very simplified comments really push the algorithm. So I want to thank you so much. Uh, we got to get all of this information in front of the people that really need it because there is a new group of volunteers awakening at this time. Um, and they're going to need a little bit of direction, a little bit of guidance and shame 
on YouTube for hiding those particular, I'm going to say, uh, guides from the people that need a little bit of assistance, a little bit of guidance at this time. So last week I talked about how I was shocked because, you know, Spotify came out with this, like, you know, your year wrapped up or something like that, basically just giving you this data and statistics of what it is that you were able to accomplish in 2022. And I was shocked because I don't really pay attention to Spotify. And many of you didn't even know that I was on Spotify. And I there's I'm kind of split on it because many of you have jumped from YouTube to go over to Spotify. And that kind of hurts my my pocketbook just a bit because I don't make any money on Spotify. Um, the ads that run on YouTube are pretty much what pays my bills. So of course, if you have the choice, I would always love that you stay on YouTube as much as I hate them um, because that helps me financially. Um, however, many of my Patreons who are over there and, and, you know, supporting me in a monetary way, they've jumped over to Spotify just because they don't have to deal with the crap of YouTube and they get their notifications. So do what is right for you. Just understand from a creator standpoint, uh, I make no money off of Spotify and what very little money I do make off of YouTube. It is very appreciated. So to have, you know, my algorithm totally torched and to have my content hidden away from those that have requested to receive notifications on it, it is definitely super frustrating. But the reason why I'm talking about this, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer about this. The reason why I'm talking about this is because just when I thought that I was like super impressed and a little bit shocked at the numbers that Spotify had for me as far as my 2022 wrap up, YouTube came out with their 2022 year in review numbers here this week. And, you know, for as much as I think YouTube has it out for me, the numbers absolutely blew my mind. I just want to take a quick second because essentially YouTube, this is the community. This is where I started. This is, you know, where I've been pouring my time and energy into and uh, 249.9 thousand, okay, 249,000, almost 250,000 views. That is mind blowing. That's quarter of a million people. Okay, that actually listen to me. I can't even believe that. I cannot even tell you how grateful I am to be heard. Um, and that you spend your time, you spend your energy here, like 250,000 views is incredible to me. Here, here's the number that I still can't wrap my head around. 2.8 million, 2.8 million minutes viewed on my channel. That is mind blowing to me. Can't even, can't even wrap my head around that. 30,000 likes. 15,000 comments and 20,000 shares. My goodness, thank you so freaking much to every single one of you who have ever listened to one minute of my rants and rambles. To those of you who like, who subscribe, like I spend a little bit of time every week thanking you guys for showing up for the interaction. I mean it. I am super grateful for it. And I feel like it is only appropriate that I give a special shout out to Trap at Trap Host Kitchen, who basically brought me into this whole monetization thing. I woke up one day, I think it was back in July or August, and my numbers were explosive. And I had all of these people leaving me little, you know, house house emojis on my YouTube. And I couldn't figure out what was happening. And they kept saying, like, traps at me, traps at me. Well, I didn't understand what any of this meant. It took me a while. But he literally put me on the map. He pushed me, he pushed my numbers into a realm where I could monetize my page and actually start making a little bit of money off of the content that I put out there. He's been a huge supporter from day one. He is not only a huge supporter, but he has turned into a great friend of mine. If you don't know who I'm talking about, please jump over to Trap House Kitchen. Uh, he puts out some amazing content, um, probably right up your alley, probably your vibe, and just wanted to take this opportunity to uh, thank each and every single one of you for contributing to this community and special shout out to Trapo's Kitchen for putting me on the map. I've got nothing but love for you, my friend. Cannot thank you enough.
So the only other thing that I have on my list to talk about before I jump into the Ascension symptoms for this week is just to remind you, those of you that have been anxiously awaiting my Christmas rant, my solstice rant, um, that's over on Patreon. A lot of the things that I talk about in that particular podcast, I would be so severely punished for if I spoke those words here on YouTube. And so unfortunately, it is going to be for uh, paid subscribers, because at this particular point in time, guys, I don't know how else to get my message out there uh, without being punished and flagged and basically berated for it. So um, again, uh, my Patreon, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm really not that technologically advanced, believe it or not. Um, but I have moved over to Patreon. I really like it there so far. It doesn't seem as censorship-y. And as far as freedom of speech goes, so far, so good. So the things that I would love to speak about here that I know are going to get me in trouble, uh, I am now pushing over onto the Patreon platform. Um, even if you are not able to financially you know, align with the Patreon subscription, just go over there and follow me and you'll at least get the notifications. You know, uh, most people don't get the notifications of the, the content that I put out, the videos that I put out, the posts that I make, like I make other posts other than just videos and nobody sees them. Sometimes I feel like I'm just posting for myself because I don't get one like, you know, I have, I have like over 4,000 subscribers here on YouTube and there's a lot of posts that I post in my community and nobody ever sees it and it's super defeating. So, um, that's another reason why I kind of felt like I needed to move over to Patreon because if you haven't noticed already, I have a lot to say about a lot and I don't think YouTube is really supporting me in my freedom of speech. I live in Canada, so we know here the government just passed that bill that is going to censor us even more and what it is that we're able to say, not only able to say, but able to actually learn about, you know, we're, we're not able to declare that we live in a very free country anymore here in Canada. Um, but you know, the struggle is very real. So I support, I, I appreciate the support on whatever platform you meet me on. I thank you so much for being here. So let's talk about the ascension symptoms that we're going to be experiencing this week. So a lot of them, a lot of them are going to be, you know, the norm, the normal ones. You know, we talk about the cold and flu. I mean, that is normal Schumann residence proved energy fluctuations. You can have what you think is a cold and flu for like a day, two days, and then all of a sudden you're fine. Well, if that's the case, it is likely not a virus, likely not a bug. It is likely the energy. And if you are interested in following the energy, again, I post all of my energy reports, all the Schumann residence updates, all the, you know, healing remedies, all that kind of stuff on my Patreon. You're not going to get that content here because nobody sees it here. So I stopped posting it. Um, but the cold and flu, yeah, okay, cold and flu out there. Well, it is a busy season. We have, you know, been locked up for two years. So our immune systems are, are highly sensitive. We are, you know, picking up on physical germs and physical viruses, of course. Um, but consider the fact that, you know, you're probably consuming a lot more sugar. You're probably consuming a little bit more alcohol. Tis the season to make you sick. And we have to make sure that we are giving our immune systems and our physical bodies the support that they need, not only in this, you know, real life world where germs and viruses exist, um, but, you know, in the energetic world where, you know, the energy coming into our earth plane is creating some of these physical manifestations. So the cold and flu definitely going to continue. Now there's like sinus pressure and you will notice that one of your sinuses is clogged or sensitive. And then maybe a couple days later, it seems to be the other side. And then one day it feels like you can't, you know, get snot out of your head if somebody paid you. And then, you know, the next day it feels like it is just a dripping tap. These are uh, signs and symptoms again of the, the energetic pressure coming in to the crown, into our headspace. Um, we have a lot 
lot of processing going on in case you didn't know Virgo energy, the last quarter moon that we're having in Virgo energy right now is ruled over by Mercury. And we're still under the influence up until the new moon in Capricorn late next week, we're still under the influence of the full moon in Gemini, which was Mercury ruled as well. And um, Mercury being the ruler of the mental plane information communication, uh, we got a lot of processing going on. That's what this Virgo energy does best is it analyzes things. And it, you know, creates order out of chaos, and it puts things in its place. And, you know, we're, we're doing a deep dive in the psyche, and that's a lot of pressure in the head. So we are feeling a lot of the sinus pressure, uh, definitely switch from one side to the other, I would say to you pay attention to the I'm going to say moving headache. Uh, this headache isn't one particular spot. So last week, we talked about hair hurting. And it's so amazing to know, you know, I have people all over the world that chime in, uh, especially on these ascension forecasts. And it's amazing to me that, you know, people all over the world from different walks of life, different belief system, different experiences, we all come together and we have the same ascension symptoms. It's wild to me. And the amount of people that declared that, you know, they had a certain patch of hair that was hurting them, that was kind of painful, was just mind blowing to me because of course, that is the entry point of some of these downloads, some of these blasts. Now, the headache that I'm talking about, yes, of course, can come from the sinus pressure, can come from the overworking of our mental plane, of our brain, trying to sort things out and, you know, get rid of the gunk and create a lot of space for these new downloads to have room to anchor in. But this is a moving headache. It almost feels like we talked about the headache worm a couple of weeks ago, like there's this like, you know, little worm that kind of moves under our scalp and in our brain. And with that, there's some pressure and it seems to like bring these headache like symptoms on very intensely and it moves around in our head. And I'm going to tell you, we can likely expect those headache worms to be kind of setting up shop and setting up a rave, so to speak. They're going to be very frequent and all over the place with the energy coming in this week because it is absolutely an insane week of freaking energies. So with that, there's been a lot of um, neck pain as well. Uh, so stiffness in your neck, uh, your head probably feels a lot heavier than it usually does. You're probably feeling a lot of stiffness in your neck, a lot of weight on your shoulders. This is a time where we are karmically cleansing and purging those vibrations and frequencies that we have basically outgrown. Like think back to Libra season when we have that fall equinox in September. That's what we've been dealing with. Think of all that has happened. Think of all that we just have been in survival mode trying to push through. We haven't reflected back on it. We haven't taken the time to grieve. We haven't taken the time to acknowledge the highs, the lows, the everything in between. That's what this last quarter moon in Virgo is doing for us. And it's cleaning us out essentially, giving us the opportunity to balance our left and right hemispheres, our heart with our head, our higher self with our ego throughout this weekend when the moon shifts into Libra energy, just in time for us to go through this very intense transformation, not only because the moon is going to be in Scorpio, but because we are in the realm of this 27th degree of Sagittarius that lands us smack dab in the middle of our Milky Way galaxy and in alignment with the central sun, which of course is... I'm going to say realer than the sun that we see in our sky, um, because it is essentially where all the information and data packets come from. And this is going to be a huge, intense week. And we are going to feel that energy coming into our bodies. And we are going to feel the old stagnant codes, if you will, being purged from our system. And you are going to feel this intensity take over and it's going to feel overwhelming and it's going to feel a little bit chaotic. And, and that's when Jupiter starts making his shift from that final crisis Piscean degree to this new 12 year chapter and 12 year cycle that we're trying to get started and kick off and initiate in this Aries energy. And then just as we're overwhelmed and feeling a little bit manic and feeling a little bit all over the place with new hopes and wishes and dreams and visions, we shift into the solstice energy and it's like it's almost like paralyzing it's quiet it, it goes from like a huge huge high vibrational buzz to like silence 
And, you know, when the sun moves out of Sag energy and moves into Capricorn energy, we do typically have that feeling of, you know, flying high and thinking that anything is possible and then feeling, you know, like we splat down on the earth. There's a lot of weight. There's a lot of intensity there. Keep in mind that Capricorn season is karmic in nature. It's ruled over by Saturn. That's why Saturnalia was a thing. Again, go listen to my Christmas and solstice rant on Patreon. Like there is a reason why we move into the deepest, darkest, I'm going to say most negative energy in the calendar and we have this capitalistic holiday trying to make you merry and bright it doesn't work like that um there is a conflict there and we are going to be feeling that conflict alive and well and you know just when the solstice energy happens just when we move into capricorn season we're literally like a day and a half away from the dark phase of the moon the new moon we are also in the realm of chiron that wounded healer coming out of a retrograde and going direct like these are big time energy shifts and we are going to feel every freaking one of them in our physical bodies. I want you to pay attention to your mouth, to your gums, to your teeth, to your tongue, to the roof of your mouth. If there's sores or canker sores or little pimples, or maybe you bit your tongue, maybe you cracked your lips, there's going to be some kind of attention, some kind of, I'm going to say, pain, trauma, discomfort taking place in our mouths. Now, especially with our gums. Um, and, and with our jaws, I want you to keep in mind that Aries energy that Jupiter is about to move into rules over the head, the jaw. Again, your jaw is connected to the whole head. The head is heavier because Jupiter magnifies whatever it is that we're going through. We have a lot weighing on our shoulders, a lot weighing on our head that brings the stiffness in our neck. This brings a huge amount of intensity to the higher chakra system. So from your heart space up to your crown, up to your head head, those are the higher uh, chakras. And that is what is being targeted this week with the galactic sun, with the solstice, with the new moon, with this new karmic chapter ending, the new one beginning. There's a lot going on. So pay attention to what is going on in your mouth. Now, this is a good indicator that you're either A, biting your tongue and needing to speak a truth that you're not being so open with, or B, you're not using a filter and therefore your words are sharp. Your thoughts are sharp. The way that you're expressing yourself is a little bit uh, aggressive and volatile. And again, we can figure out, um, you know, the energy imbalance based off of the ascension symptoms and where they're showing up in our body. So the stiffness isn't going to be just stuck in the neck. And again, there is a reason for that. We have a whole lot of energy trying to make its way through Jacob's ladder, which is essentially our spine that is getting trapped at the base of the spine. Um, but stiffness is going to be a little bit more of a topic and theme as we move throughout this week, especially when we shift into Capricorn season, because it rules over the structure, the skeletal structure, the bone structure of our body. And like I said, we've been flying high and trying to stay loose and trying to stay positive and trying to gain insight and gain clarity on this new perspective, this new meaning, this new purpose that is being brought into our lives in order to inspire us and act as the catalyst for us to pursue something new as we move into this last quarter of the astrological calendar with this new level of karma. But the stiffness is going to be a full body thing. And I want you to pay attention to where in your body uh, you feel the most stiff because that is a good indication on where some energy blockages are. But let me just say, I would call it, I'm not a betting girl, but I'm going to call it, we're going to have the most stiffness in our knees, in our lower back and in our fingers, our hands, our wrists. And a lot of the reason for that is a, we've been talking about the palm chakras trying to uh, open up and be activated. That's in your hands. So there's a lot of energy that is getting blocked uh, from the tips of your shoulders down the length of your arms in your wrists, in your hands, in your actual fingers. Um, 
we are trying to open these things up. So you can shake your hands, you can clap your hands, you can rub your hands um, with salt. You can uh, pretend you're a little bit of a Harry Potter type of vibe and pretend that there's energy and magic coming out of your fingertips. That is basically our superpowers that got shut off and, and went a little bit dormant with the manipulation of the templates of our DNA. Um, and we're trying to bring that back online. Now, our lower back is going to have cramps and be a little bit stiff and needing constant cracking because uh, many of us, because we move into this particular time in the calendar um, and this time of karmic release and, and entering into new soul contracts and timelines, there's a lot of fear. We hold that fear in our knees, but when it comes to our safety, our stability, our security, we feel that in the root chakra, which is at the in our lower back, basically your tailbone. And we're going to be feeling the repercussions of that rigidity, that intensity, that pressure in our lower back. So you really have to do yoga. Okay. I, I don't mean like become a yogi where, you know, you have to sit cross-legged all the time, but you know, for those of you who've been with me for a while, you would know that I'm a huge promoter of yoga just for the sake of stretching. Yoga saved my life. If it wasn't for yoga, I would not be uh, walking unassisted. I would probably be in the wheelchair like the doctors told me that I would be in. My goodness, they, they told me like five years after my near-death experience that, that I would be full, full stop in a wheelchair and that was like 15 years ago. And I, I refuse to be in a wheelchair and I refuse to use canes and what have you. So, um, you know, we all do have the opportunity to make those choices for ourselves. And, you know, I think that the biggest thing that we can really, you know, do for ourselves is give back to taking care of the body. And yoga is a perfect way to stretch things out, to align with the breath work that is so needed and so important, and to just make sure that our connective tissue is healthy and stimulated. And you can do that by pushing the boundaries of stretching. So I would definitely recommend that when you're feeling a little bit cramped up, when you're feeling all this stiffness that you go ahead and you just stretch it out. Speaking of the connective tissue, I'm not sure if, if you're aware of the body system, but connective tissue is basically uh, the membrane that the information data packets that we receive from the cosmos um, have to travel throughout our bodies. And many of us have uh, scar tissue and have, you know, stagnant energy blockages because we're, we don't pay attention to the connective tissue issue uh, very much. And again, yoga can bring a lot of life back to your connective tissue in, th in that way. Um, but I just feel like because many of us are having lymph node issues, you know, like swollen lymph nodes in your throat, underneath your armpits and your groin, uh, that is a huge indicator that your detox system needs a little bit of help. And the connective tissue, you know, surrounds all of our organs and surrounds everything in our body. And it is like a neural pathway for the information that our brain needs to send to other areas of our body. And I don't think it gets enough attention. And and we really do have to boss up, especially moving into 2023. Uh, we have to boss up in the way that we take care of our physical body, our physical form, because as you know, is the only physical vessel that we get to house our soul, our spirit here in this lifetime. Um, the breath work connected to yoga is super important because many of us are shallow breathers. Many of us do not even breathe in enough air in order for the oxygen to do its thing in our body. And you may notice whether you want to contribute it to a cold, to a flu, whether it's germs or virus or energy, that we all have a little bit of a cough. We have a little bit of phlegm asking to be purged out of our lungs. And um, Pisces energy that Jupiter's currently sitting in was the whole uh, lung issue, especially with this, you know, pandemic that we've been experiencing. That's why the lungs were targeted in the way that they were, um, because that is our life force energy. That is our breath work. And you should definitely be doing what you can in order to keep that oxygen flowing through that beautiful body of yours. And um, we know that there is some energy asking to be released when you have a cough, when you feel that cracking in your lungs. And you know what? Your lungs need, it needs its own workout. And that workout is called breath work. So definitely throw yourself into that. 
You may be experiencing a little bit of puffiness in your face, in your body, in your hands. Maybe your rings aren't fitting the way that they used to. Uh, Maybe your clothes are a little bit tight. I wouldn't say to blame that on the holiday eating just yet. Most of it is due to the water weight that Jupiter being in Pisces is trying to intensify right before he moves into Aries energy and burns this water weight off. Uh, Typically speaking, we always gain a little bit of weight uh, when Jupiter, who is about growth and expansion, uh, is in water signs. But lucky for us, fire energy follows the water signs, which means we do have the ability to burn that weight off. But this puffiness, this water weight is going to be a little bit of a thing, especially as we wrap these final degrees up in Pisces energy. Um, And it it might seem like a little bit of a contradiction, but... uh, Thirst is a real thing and we have to keep hydrated. We have to put the water to us, especially if you're having problems with your lymph nodes. It means that there isn't enough water in your body to help cleanse and detox the uh, pathways to get the gunk out of you. Um, so although, you know, you might feel like you're full and you're puffy and you're retaining water weight um, and you should stay away from water, that is the last thing that you should do. Water is a conductor of information along with, you know, we are just like 98% water anyways we're just cucumbers with emotions so we do have to make sure that we are staying hydrated and that we keep the water to us regardless of how puffy we may feel we are going to feel like we have a foot on the gas and a foot on the brake this week And a lot of that is due to the stop and go that we are having with the particular energies. We have this stagnant feeling, this weighted feeling because of Jupiter being in Pisces energy, but then he shifts into Aries energy. And that's like, you know, stepping on the gas and hitting the nitro. But literally just hours later, we hit that solstice energy when the sun moves into Capricorn. And then that's the break. That's the emergency break. That is, that is all the breaks. Um, Keep in mind, let me just give you a little bit of an analogy here. The Aries energy is a fire energy. It's a beginning fire energy. It wants to jump in. It wants to take action. It wants to make a move. It wants to move forward. It's on impulse. It's on excitement. It's on the spark, the fire, the flame that's getting reignited within us. And we have all these essentially intensities building up in us to go ahead, to jump forward, to get the party started. But then we run into this earth energy. And when I say run into earth energy, like we already have uh, quite a buildup in earth energy. But when the sun moves into Capricorn, you best believe that we are going to be pumping the brakes real hard. This earth energy, especially Capricorn energy, wants you to slow the F down. Why? Because we have to use our wisdom, our knowledge, our resources. We have to use our past experiences in order to integrate in this particular moment so that we can plan, so that we can strategize, so that we can move in a calculated way that would suggest that all things have been thought out. Aries energy doesn't care about the consequences, doesn't even care about the long term, just cares about the here and now. And the Capricorn energy is the opposite. We don't care about the here and now. We are here to make short term sacrifices for long term gains in Capricorn energy. They're thinking long term, the thinking about the foundation, again, earth energy, the foundation that needs to be built, that needs to be strong enough to support us, to house our dreams, to house our efforts in moving forward. And so just when we move into this fiery energy that Jupiter just wants us to go, 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 go in, we pump the brakes and we hit a brick wall with the sun moving into Capricorn energy saying, let's woe it up, smash. And let's like literally sit down and contemplate all the pros and cons, the highs and lows, the options, the uh, possibilities and, and strategize the plan that works best for us. And so we are going to be feeling the stop and go And the stop and go is going to add to the division that many of us have been feeling since I'm going to say, honestly, like since the fall equinox back in Libra season, you know, Libra season is about uh, partnerships and the relationship with ourselves and other people and the relationship with the world around us. But it wants to find a meeting point, a middle ground, if you will, where we can come together, but we find that middle ground through extremes. And then we shifted into Scorpio season, which is about, you know, the most intimate 
deepest connection that we're searching for, that we're seeking, not only with the relationship within ourselves, the relationship with the people that we love, the relationship with the world around us, but definitely pulling us, right? There's a part of us, especially in labor season that wants to do right for us. But then there's this other part that wants to do right by others. Then we shift into Scorpio season. We want to merge those two parts together to integrate that power. That's when we see the true division between our shadow selves and our light selves. And then we move into Sag energy, which is the light at the end of the tunnel from that Scorpio energy that has us focused on who it is that we are in relation to the world around us, right? The collective type of thing. And so now we're moving into this Capricorn energy that's trying to bring all of these fragmented pieces together. So when we talk about the last quarter of the calendar, we talk about Capricorn. We t well, technically it's Sag, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces. Sag energy, I feel, kind of bridges the gap from the darkness that we experience through the relationship of ourselves and other people and the world around us to the collective. It acts as a bridge. That's why we're hopeful. We're optimistic. We have our sights set on the greatest, grandest possibilities possible. But then we move into Capricorn energy and we got to get real with ourselves. We got to ground it out. We have to refine all of those big dreams, those big ideas into something that is realistic and achievable. And so it's almost like, you know, we've, we've been stepping on the gas, just going straight forward, not really knowing the direction that we're just taking, just kind of winging it. And now Capricorn energy pumps the brakes and says, you know what? We can't be divided anymore within ourselves, within our relationships, within the world. Like we got to come together and form because earth energy form a foundation of where it is that we're all going to build off of this energy as we move forward. And that's kind of how we progress through this last quarter of the calendar. So the, the gas and the brakes, the coming and the going, the division has been a long term, I'm going to say quest for us to find a comfortable merging point. And this Capricorn energy helps us merge and helps us reform our foundation, our identity, our direction, our belief system. It is a, a condensing, if you will, of uh, the fragments that we've been broken up into over this last karmic chapter. And to have this Capricorn energy try to kind of like slow the roll for us to kind of put the pieces back together in a way that are strong enough to house the next phase of our karma, of our life lessons, of our dreams, of our soul contracts, it does need to go by a low and slow process. But I feel like um, this is a time where the fragments are coming together to be pieced back together in a state of wholeness. And sometimes that's a little bit jarring as well, because we're used to feeling torn apart. We're used to feeling divided. We're used to feeling the pros and cons, the highs and lows. And this is a time where we have to kind of like sit with ourselves and amalgamate all of that division that we've been experiencing in order to, again, form a new foundation for ourselves to operate off of. So we're definitely going to be feeling that in our inner realm as well. The whole mood, like I said, jump over to my Patreon, listen to the Christmas rant. You'll know why your mood is the way that it is. It's sensitive. It's nostalgic. It's sad. It's depressed. It's highly elated. There's a reason for that. This is an energy harvesting I'm going to say section of the calendar. And there is good reasons why we are being emotionally triggered. And especially with the energy blast coming in um, from the sun, this is a time to let those emotions just free flow and get them out of you so that we can clear up the space uh, to receive the new data packets, the new light coats coming in, preparing us for not only this next chapter, this next season, this next cycle, but we're moving in to a very, very serious time in 2023. I'm still working on that forecast. I haven't forgotten about it. It will come out probably last minute, like everything else that I attempt to do in a timely fashion. Um, I apologize. I got a lot on my plate. I don't even know how I'm uh, how I'm in present and, and, and doing all of this stuff at at the moment, um, mind blown, but I still have it on the list of things to do. But just know the 2023 is uh, a very, very important year for our progress, for our stability, for rebuilding, for reforming. Um, it's going to be very tough in a lot of ways, especially spiritually speaking. So um, 
you know, this is kind of giving us an opportunity to set the tone of the foundation that we're going to need to be solid underneath our feet and in our inner realm before we jump into the life lessons and the soul contracts that are coming at us in 2023. Again, the solstice energy um, is kind of bringing and triggering what many are going to experience and call the dark night of the soul. Now, you know, a lot of people, especially the fake awakeners, they will say, oh, no, I awakened in like 2012 and I had my dark night of the soul and it was like, you know, absolutely destructive, but it was beautiful and blah, 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 blah. OK, well, let me just tell you that the dark night of the soul is a thing that you will continue to experience. We do not heal, nor do we progress in a linear fashion. It's more like a spiral and nobody ever just has one dark night of the soul. And collectively, we're moving into a time where collectively we go through a dark night of the soul, which is pretty much unearthing all of the hidden realm shadow elements that humanity has created and gone to great lengths in order to suppress. And, you know, when you have your own individual dark night of the soul, it can feel pretty sad and depressing and isolating. And you question who you are and you question life and reality around you. And unfortunately, that is a part of the great awakening. And, you know, just when you think you've you've completed another round of the dark night of the soul, here comes another one. And that's why, again, I say that, uh, you know, to think that January 1st is a brand new year where you need to, you know, set new routines and habits into play. You're setting yourself up to failure. You will not make it. You will not make it with your quote unquote New Year's resolutions because the calendar and the energy is not been designed in order to support new things being brought to life in a season that essentially is revolving around death, destruction, decay. Okay, you do not want to try and bring life into a season of of basically watching things die. So if you are somebody that constantly has New Year's resolutions that can never seem to make them last till even April, well, that's why, because you're not in alignment with the energies and you're relying on the wrong calendar. Um, so take this time to sit with yourself. This is supposed to be a reflective time. This is supposed to be a introspective time. This is a time of recalibration, regeneration, rejuvenation, realignment, repair. And yet you might say, well, geez, Mar, those sound like retrograde words. Yeah, you would be right. We are about to have a Mercury retrograde at the end of December, carrying us into this brand new year. And you best believe in Capricorn energy. This is a review or a reflection of our karma, our soul contracts, our storylines, if you will. And there is going to be some bumps. There's going to be some detours. Speaking of bumps, I want you to pay attention to your breakouts, you know, acne, pimples, rashes, just weird skin eruptions. Um, again, the skin is the largest, largest organ in the body. And our last, I'm going to say our last indicator of things that are going on inside of our body. If you have skin issues, it is, um, basically an indicator that there's something going on with your organs that you can't see. And by the time, you know, the dysfunction reaches your skin, I'm not going to say it's too late, but you know, you definitely have an imbalance or a dis-ease, if you will, in your body. Um, but this week, the skin eruptions and the rashes and the bumps and the pimples or whatever the case may be for you is a lot more to do with the releasing phase that we're in as we kind of close this karmic chapter and prepare to enter into a new one. Um, we have to make sure that we are, are paying attention to the messages that our bodies are trying to tell us. That's exactly what this whole ascension symptom process, this journey that we're on is all about, is bringing attention to the physical body and seeing where the energy isn't able to flow as gracefully and with as much ease as we need in order to raise our vibrations and frequencies to be able to handle the kind of solar flares and solar blasts that we are about to enter into 
uh, with the sun. And, you know, the sun goes through its whole solar age and solar orbit as well. And let me just say that this week from about the 18th to I'm going to say the 22nd, especially not trying to leave out the 23rd, 23rd is a new moon, but the 18th to the 22nd, I predict we are going to have some of the highest registered solar flares and CMEs coming off the sun that we've had in thousands and thousands of years. Do not be fooled. This is not the great solar flash event that we are in boot camp training for. Um, but this is a going to be a good indicator for you to figure out where it is that you're at on your ascension journey based off of the dysfunction, the uncomfortability, uh, the pain, the, the, the suffering that your physical body will go through um, with these high energetic blasts. Um, keep in mind that the more work that you do, the more shadow work you do, the more you take care of your energetic body, emotional body, mental body, spiritual body, physical body, the more clean your vessel is, the lighter it is, the less you are going to be affected by these solar blasts. And that is the whole goal. We are in boot camp, we are in training so that the great solar flash that is coming, we do have a couple of years to go, but it is coming, won't wipe you off the face of the earth. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. We are going to see, not that I want to get too ahead of myself here, because I, I will cover it in the 2023 forecast, but um, we're going to see a lot of people die over the course of 2023. And, you know, from a 3D perspective, it may look like, you know, sudden death or complications from the, uh, the pokey poke. Um, it might look like that, but realistically speaking, uh, from a 5D spiritual aspect, it is that those particular souls have completed their mission and are returning home. And a lot of them are returning home for good. And a lot of them are returning home in order to come back in a different form in a different age in a different, uh, body in order to help humanity actually move through this, this shift. And, um, you know, a lot of the reason of why I say that we're going to have a lot of death is because, you know, Saturn, he is moving into Pisces energy, which is about endings in the spirit realm. And, you know, Saturn brings a lot of structure, a lot of karma, a lot of roles and responsibilities to this metaphysical realm. And our physical bodies are the vessel that we need to be strengthening here in this physical earth realm in order to be able to withstand the amount of energetic frequencies and vibrations coming into our earth from the sun. And like I said, mark it on your calendars because this week is going to show you where it is that you either have done an amazing job of leveling up and creating a, a lighter situation for your physical body um, to maneuver these energetic events with, or you're going to be illuminated to where it is that you have a lot of work to do. And you will know that because if you are bedridden and unable to do what it is that you need to do or suffering with great pain and suffering with headaches and, and having these very intense ascension symptoms pop off, well, that is a huge indicator that your body is not ready to receive the amount of light codes that we need to be prepared to receive with this great grand solar flash that we're anticipating here in a couple of years. So this is level one, you know, this is level one in the solar video game in order for you to understand where it is that you need to do a little bit more work and have a little bit more discipline in preparing the physical body, the physical vessel for withstanding the kind of energies that we are going to have to withstand if you want to, you know, kind of make it through this next phase. Now, I don't say that as a fear mongering tactic, that is just point point blank where we're at in this video game, where it is that we're at in this ascension journey, if you will. Um, and you know, uh, it's, it should be no surprise taking a look over the last, you know, two years, three technically, um, with some of the events going on, on the stage of, of this earth plane, why we are going to see a lot of people choose to leave the earth plane at this time. And again, don't let the 3d cause of death fool you. Um, it really doesn't matter how a person decides to leave this earth. What matters is, is that their soul reached a level of completion. They reached a certain level of their mission, of their quest, of their adventure, and that they get to return home. And yeah, it might be pretty sad for those of us left behind, but it's a lot to celebrate because they essentially fulfilled their mission and get to retire and get to go back home where we all will return. 
So I guess what I'm getting at is prepare yourself, pay attention, do what you can for your body. If you are all up in this holiday craze and you are eating sugary things and eating processed foods and ingesting alcohol, um, you're going to have a hard time. I'm going to tell you right now, you're doing yourself a huge disservice um, and you're going to feel like crap every single time that the Schumann resonance pops off with the evidence of the amount of energy fluctuations coming into this earth, you're going to have a hard time. And the best thing that you can be doing for your body right now, your physical body and your energetic body is to keep it light, keep it, keep it clean and keep it pure. Okay. So that is my disclaimer because like I said, uh, this week is going to be crazy, not only on the 3D earth plane with everybody caught up in these chaotic holidays, uh, but energetically speaking, we got a lot going on that's going to have a huge impact on our spiritual selves and on our physical selves. And I just want you to be prepared. So guys, that's all that I have for you this week. I really do hope that, uh, you know, these energy fluctuations don't paralyze you, don't put you on bed rest. Um, but a good indicator, if that does happen, as hard as it may sound, as hard as it may be, get up and move your body, lean into vibrational healing, get yourself on YouTube, get a 528 Hertz frequency. Um, there is a lot of very positive, uh, frequency videos out there that will help your body and realign your chakras, uh, keep the hydration to you, um, put elderberry in you, put oil of oregano in you, vitamin D, vitamin C, give your physical body the help it needs in order to house the kind of energy that is coming in and asking to be integrated. So I hope that that gives you enough of a heads up. I hope that you go into this next week with your all of your eyes, not just the two in your physical head, but you know what I mean, third eye too. Um, we want you to have all eyes wide open and see past the physical construct and see what is happening on a cosmic level in order for you to feel the way that you will be feeling in receiving some of these new data packets, some of these new light codes. So I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for showing up for me, but mostly I want to thank you for showing up for yourself. I'm sending you nothing but love and we'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.